everybody, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. My name is Jesse Rivera, and I like to talk. And I would also like to, at this moment, thank Mental Guru for letting me use their music to bring the show in. That is Move It Girl by Mental Guru. Listen, listen. God, I love that song. Anyway, today on the podcast, we have got Dana Bryant, Vidalia Hogan, and Alicia Yu, and we are going to be talking about our top five Christmas movies of all time. Uh, everyone loves this. Uh, I mean, I know I do. I like to spend at least one of my weekend days just laid up on the couch watching Christmas movies, and I kind of watch the same stuff over and over again. So getting together with a couple of good friends who also enjoy movies and hearing their perspective and hearing that like, oh wow, we all enjoy this one, but uh, I hadn't seen that one in a long time. It was a lot of fun. I got to, to learn about a couple of new movies and it was a good time. I hope you enjoy listening to it. Let's see, where am I going to be at uh, next? Good question. I will be at the Sacramento Punchline on Thursday, December the 23rd. Johnny Taylor's Comedy Congregation. Let's see if I can remember everybody on the lineup just off the top of my head. Johnny Taylor, of course. Alicia Davis. Uh, Ed Mena. David Thorne. The homie Jessica Della Garza driving up from Bakersfield for this one. And Alfonso Portello. And uh, that's all I can remember for right now. So um, if I'm forgetting somebody, they probably don't listen to the podcast anyway. So... Are you done Christmas shopping? I, I'm done. I, I'm done. I'm done buying stuff. I think I might have to buy one more gift because I have a niece who has a birthday on the 27th. So I always kind of forget like, oh gosh, I got to buy. It sucks to have a birthday during Christmas time, right? Um, I got one more gift to buy and then I'm done buying gifts. Then I just have to, I don't, I don't do traditional gift wrapping. I like buying the, like the Christmas bags and I just stuff the bags full of stuff. So, um, that's, that's done. I just need to uh, get all the bags uh, packed up, but I shouldn't have to buy any more stuff. I've got bags and I've got all of the gifts that I'm going to be giving. Uh, then I just got to load them all up in my truck and drive down to Bakersfield on Christmas Eve and uh, spend Christmas at Mama's house like we do every year. And my sister always has a, a Christmas uh, like dinner, dinner type thing. And we always go to the movies on Christmas Day. Uh, I can remember it's not Christmas Day unless I go to the movies so I think I'm going to go see Ghostbusters with my nephews and nieces that day so enough about me enough about Christmas please enjoy top five Christmas movies with Dana Vidalia and Alicia thanks for listening bye Vidalia, Alicia, how the hell are you guys? We'll let Dana go first instead of what's all. Wow. <laughs> I'm great. Thank you for asking, Jesse. I'm really excited to be here. I love talking about Christmas movies. Yeah, yeah. You know, Christmas is either hit or miss. It's either people love to talk about it or like, eh, they don't want to hear, you know? So um, thank you for being here. Alicia, how the hell are you? We're doing good. Um just hanging out today and got all the time in the world to sit and talk about Christmas movies with you guys. So happy to be back. Awesome. Thanks for having us. Awesome. Vidalia, how the hell are you? 
Good, winding down to the last week before Christmas break or school. Yes. So busy week. So I'm already more, tired. <laughs> one more week and then it's Christmas break, right? Yes. How, but this is the week that everything happens. So yeah. like oh. all the things. We yeah. have the first of days, we have program, we have you know what I mean? All the mm -hmm. things. So yeah. Is it is it is it twice as hard? Because was was school in full swing last year at this point, or was it? Hit no, no. no, we were shut down. So I was. This background is from May or from March. The last time that I did a background, because I was teaching from this spot and I haven't sat here other than a podcast since oh, wow. then. But, um, yeah, at this time last year we were home, so. Um, I had kind of forgotten some things, you know, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. We, we got to have like a little party and we're going to be doing the performance and we are going to have the dress up days and we're going to have some reveal and we're, all the things, all, all the things are happening this week. Yeah. All so. the things. All right. Awesome. So, uh, uh, Vidalia and Alicia have been on bunch and bunch of uh, top five podcasts with me and Dana was on the uh, top five uh, Taylor Swift podcast songs at the end. Check it out. I got my, uh, here's my uh, signed Evermore CD. Ooh. Oh, wow. <laughs> the plastic. You're such a chick. I love it. Yeah, I can't help it. I can't help it. I'm not, I'm, I'm fluid, man. I, I, I you know, I'm, I'm cool. I just go, I just go where the emotion takes me, man. I just go and, I, and I'm a happy person. Okay. Let's, uh, Christmas, uh, I, I, I lagged on doing on getting like these Christmas podcasts together. I still kind of want to do another one, but I don't know what. Um, Vidalia, how excited were you to talk about Christmas movies? Um, Uber, because I, I was thinking, I was wondering if we were going to get together because this is, we kind of started this whole thing, right? This was the first thing that we did with the, uh, what that you did with podcasts when we, way back when we did the 80s soundtrack and it was around this time and so I know I'm like okay is Jesse gonna is he gonna reach out what's gonna happen is he gonna reach? and so I was trying to think like I need to have something kind of mentally already prepared in case and yeah. here we are <laughs> so I'm glad I'm so happy to be doing this so it, it actually it started uh maybe about five or six years ago before like zoom and podcasts were even a thing in my world um, and it was like coming home. For, I came home for Christmas one year and I met up with Coach Pena. And that's, mm, when we, did, that's like, right. top, we did like the top five or top 10 songs of the 80s. And like we had like a spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah. It was like so crazy. That was, um, did we video ourselves? But I remember doing one with you and Vidalia and it, I drove to your mom's house and it was yeah, raining. Yeah. So, so the, the, year before, the year before that, it was only me and Mario talking about the Christmas, the, the uh, top songs of the 80s. And then right. the following year, I was like, wait, let's, I, I want this to last. So I was like, let's do a podcast. And that's, that's where it was. Yeah. And then that's when it started. Yeah. At my mom's house. Yep. Definitely. Right. And we had on like headphones and we were holding microphones. It was all. Oh, like... yeah. And back then we didn't, we weren't doing Zoom. It was just, it was just live right. and we only recorded the audio. But mm -hmm. now Zoom is a thing. Yeah. Dana, how hard was it for you to uh, zero in on just five movies? Actually, I, I feel like anytime I do one of these lists, like the top three or four always like are really easy. And it's just sort of like rounding out the bottom 
And I'm always afraid that like, I'm going to miss something. So then I have to like go on the internet and be like, okay, what is there? What am I, what am I missing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's one of my biggest fears too. And it's one of the reasons why, like, I'll put it like on Facebook, because when I start reading other people's lists, I'm like, oh yeah. And then the whole uh, uh, FOMO about the list is like, I have to just tell myself, okay, hopefully if it's that great of a movie, someone else is going to mention it. Mm-hmm. And it, it usually mm-hmm. does, it usually does get mentioned at one point or another, you know, Alicia, how many times did you have to rearrange your list? And did you do it like last minute? Was it like a minute before you joined the call? Were you still moving things around? Yeah, no, because I did that yesterday very quickly. Um, because I told you I had that little tiny window because my husband who usually works late on Fridays, this is what I do on a Saturday is like Friday night. Cause he's working late. I'll just hammer it out. Just do everything and then make my bullet points and whatever notes I have and so he called me and he's like well there was no overtime today so I'll be home and I went rats <laughs> you know like damn it and so I told my daughter and then she's like okay mom let's do this so she like whips out her iPad and, and boom 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 and um my list actually it was easier to put together than I thought it was going to be just because mm-hmm. I I made myself adhere to a certain criteria so it had to be this or it had to be that but but my list overall is very personal so I didn't yeah. go with well I didn't feel compelled to go with it's it's a wonderful life or necessarily you know uh, a Christmas Carol with George C. Scott even though I do like that and I do enjoy it it was a made-for-tv movie so then I was like scratch that you know so so okay. like sort things sort of started to fall into place and um, a lot of it isn't it's just what we play here at home every year Okay. I'm like, I know that Adrian or um, Matthew had said, um, how about uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy or like Ooh. whatever? Yeah, the one that those he said that, But those were like his standards, his staples. So I get it. I, I totally like give him props for that. That's what they do in their house. This is what we do in our house, you know, so. <laughs> you keep that at your house, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have time for that, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, that's it, that made it really simple for me. So okay. I, yeah, more so than with other lists that I've had to put together. So for I sure. enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So but before we get on to loving some Christmas movies, is there any Christmas movies that you just absolutely despise? Like it comes on, you're like, ugh. And you just change it, Vidalia? Anything that you can't stand Christmas-wise? Um, I thought Bad Santa was so kind of raunchy and like, I don't know. That gave me like, I don't know. That's not what Christmas movies are supposed to be. <laughs> but 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 I'm gonna be real honest. I've only seen it the one time, and I, and I just remembered there's the impression back then. So when I think of you know, not the opposite of what a Christmas movie should be than that. And also um, the general concept of the really cringy kind of like Hallmark Christmas movies, you know, the, they have like a recipe and it's all the same thing, sometimes with the same people just repeated over and over and over again. That kind of doesn't appeal to me personally. Uh, it's just a personal. Think about bad is like it's one of those movies that like I'm like god damn it I shouldn't be laughing at this <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, mm-hmm. I feel really I, I do feel really uh bad after after enjoy mm-hmm. as much as I enjoy the the viewing of bad and I, I don't think I've watched it in years and years and years but 
I'm a Billy Bob Thornton fan, so uh, it, I can't take completely take it off my list. What about you, Dana? Is there anything that you're just like, eh, I don't, if, you know, you're going to change it. It's not, you're not going to watch it if it comes on TV. Yeah, I feel like with a lot of things, I'm, I've never really been into the, like, the thing that's cool just because everybody thinks that it's cool or, like, yeah. because it's nostalgic or whatever. So I remember I saw, like, a Christmas vacation one time, and, like, it was fine, but I didn't get the hype. I was like, I don't mm-hmm. understand Thank you. Yeah, absolutely agree. Everybody wants to put it at their list. And I'm like, I watched it. It's fine. But that's it. That's all it does for me. I'm on board. I'm on board. (laughs) I'm going to save this fight with all three of you for later. (laughs) (laughs) Alicia, do I even want to (laughs) ask? You know what, though? When, When I was thinking about all the things that my kids used to watch and I did put it on my honorables but I I have to say that the sequels the subsequent sequels to this particular franchise got worse and worse and it's the Santa Claus oh yeah wouldn't you I mean wouldn't you agree like it's just really Jack Frost really Aisha Tyler really like I just they were like trying too hard to do something that probably was a dead horse that was being beaten anyway Mm-hmm. but that and then um have you ever seen the original black christmas that is yeah. hysterically funny it's like it's it's mm-hmm. a terrible like slasher film but it was set in the 70s with i believe olivia hussey's in it but um the girl from romeo and juliet but um it's so terrible it's laughable anyway so <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I saw, saw that come up i saw the remake that they released and that one was horrible it was so bad <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> even worse if they could have tried to do it worse that they did but yeah just those really that came to mind because I'll see like that that one with um I think it's the one with Martin Short is he is he the Jack Frost character and I'll just change the channel mm-hmm. oh yeah I'll just be like yeah no thanks and really anything with like um like snowmen like what's the one was it Jack Frost with Michael Keaton or something yeah yeah, I'm I, just, I didn't see that. And just what really? Who greenlit this? <laughs> <laughs> Who's responsible for these decisions? Oh man. Okay, but okay. that's it. Yeah. All right, are we ready? Are we ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Alicia, we're just gonna let you keep rambling on. We're just gonna let you go. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Let's start with your number. All five, right, Alicia. Um, my number five <clears throat> is one. I wanted to put it higher because we do actually, we play all five of these in a regular rotation, but um, the Polar Express Mm. Mm -hmm. and the songs that are in it and the hot chocolate song. I mean, kids want to see it and we see it and it's Tom Hanks. Shoot, Tom Hanks could do anything, right? Yes, he can. Walk on water. Yes, he can. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And the animation and like how close it is, I mean, you know when I see his character I'm like oh my god that really is Tom Hanks even though it's he was the guy on the top of the train and then he was Santa Claus and then he was you know narrating the damn thing so every time mm-hmm. you turn around there's like there's Tom Hanks, there's Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I can never uh, Tom Hanks yeah. I'm all yeah. in Tom Hanks all yeah. right. I mean it's the the book is such a classic and the like the whole theme of it you know of believing and it's just so beautiful it's beautiful do you guys at, at your school that you work at, Vidalia, do you guys do a Polar Express Day where the kids come in jammies and they have hot chocolate and all that? Um, we don't, no, we don't 
we don't like call it that we do have a pajama day but I am going to be that's one of the things this week I'm going to yeah. be reading the polar express to my kids Yay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dana what do you have at number five so I am like a sucker for rom-com any time of the year but the Christmas ones are always fun so my number five I picked love actually it's super cliched but I love it um <laughs> I think it used to be higher on my list. It used to be my yearly one. There, there are some of the sections of it now that I'm sort of like, eh, I'm not a fan of, but like, it's still like, it's just so, it's just so sweet. And I love British humor and I love British mm -hmm. actors. So it's just like, it, it warms my heart. All right. All right. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love yes. It. Vidalia, what do you have at number five? Cinco. Number five was um, Polar Express as well. Oh, shit. We've yeah, already just crossover. <laughs> um, the, just everything. The music and the, the scene. It was just, it's exquisite. The, the scenery is just so beautiful. The animation, how they were able to capture um, the spirit of the book so well. And normally I'm not a fan of book to film, you know? Um, but I just, I loved it. I loved it. You know, that scene where the train is sliding all over the ice. If you go back and look at that, how did they do that? That was insane. <laughs> and, and the train is turning and everybody's going all different directions. It's mm -hmm. like, holy shoot. Even yeah. for back then, how innovative that animation right. was. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Polar Express. I already mentioned twice. Yes. Uh, you know what? My number five, uh, <clears throat> I'm really just pulling a, it's my podcast card and, <laughs> and I might, I don't know this. It's, it's a movie that takes place during Christmas. Uh, there's a couple of very Christmassy scenes in this movie. And Is there um, a hazy shade of winter in there? Maybe. No, no, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want to get controversial. I didn't want to get controversial. We're going to talk about that movie eventually. I'm okay. talking about, uh, uh, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Okay. Has anyone seen it? No. Yeah, it was cute. No. I, I know who comes out in it though, but I've never yeah. seen it yet. So no, I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's, it's in the city, it's in New York City. And um, I don't know if it's like Christmas Eve or it's like the week of Christmas, but there's lots of Christmas stuff going on in the movie and it just reminds me of Christmas. And I, I, I try to watch it every year at Christmas. So. I just wanted to talk about Nick and Nora's infinite playlist really quick. And so it's, yeah. it's Christmas adjacent. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. There, there you go. It's Christmas okay. adjacent. Okay. And uh, I don't know, I kind of felt that might happen later on in the list, but that's that's my <laughs> that's my one Christmas adjacent movie that I had to throw in there. Uh, Nick and Nora's infinite playlist. All right. What is um what is the plot about of the movie? <clears throat> so uh my, Michael Sarah uh is uh is is on again off again with this girl and he makes sure these playlists so he makes sure these mixed cds and she always just like kind of like tosses them and she doesn't care about them and then uh the girl from two broke girls is one of that girl's friends and she always like grabs the cds when she discards them and she's like this guy's my musical soulmate i think and then um they they meet up one night and they're kind of like they're it's so much fun because it's like a night in new york city and they're listening to the radio, trying to figure out where this band is going to be doing a secret show that night. And so they keep running into each other at different venues all across the city. 
and they're kind of like jerks to each other. Like, I like you, no, I don't like you, you know, the whole cat and mouse thing. And it, it kind of just leads up to, and it's all this great music and all these great characters, um, their friends and their best friends. And uh, it's great. There's a drag show. It's just, it's everything you want really in a Christmas movie. Um, Cause it's Kat Deming, right? And I think, yeah, like I think she's hilarious. Like, yeah. She's always so funny and quirky, I love it. Yeah, she's great. And Michael Sarah, come on. Yeah. It's <laughs> great. I love him. He's so funny. Um, all right. Uh, Alicia, you're number four. Why are you like catching me off guard? I should know. I'm like, wait, just having oh, a good time. Oh, yeah, it's my turn. Uh, sorry. Um, okay, the next one on my list. Um, I have a little toy to go along with this. All right. So here's my nutcracker. Can you see it? Wow. <laughs> it's a good looking oh, that Ralphie. Where do you get this stuff? I have to order it like on Black Friday. They're so expensive. So I have to get them for like $80 and they're like $200 nutcrackers or something crazy. Oh, my other one just woke up. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, Christmas story. Because they play it for 24 hours every year. Come on. This is probably on everybody's list, but it comes in at number four for me just because um, the ones that are up closer to the top are a little closer to my heart. But um, who doesn't like know all the freaking dialogue? Come yeah. on. So I think it's just it's synonymous with Christmas around here. I've never seen it. <laughs> what? I've You're never kicked seen out it. of the USA. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Are you okay, so Dana? That's usually my role, but I've never seen it. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, it, it, it's it's a Christmas tradition at the Rivera House. Um, mm -hmm. I I love looking at uh, Christmas pictures from like ten years ago, and in the background, a Christmas story is on the TV. <laughs> It's it's so great. All right, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Right. Oh, she has to watch it now. Well, I'll do done his homework. And <laughs> I mean, you can't. It's it's one of those movies like you can't avoid it. You know what I'm saying? It's it's gonna it's gonna come across one of your screens eventually at some point during Christmas. And it, it is hilarious. And it does uh, go back to a simpler time of of movies. Um, very slapsticky. I don't know. There's kind of some there's some stuff that I don't think would get made in a in uh in, oh, in 2021 yeah uh, but yeah. every movie from the 80s is that right uh, thank <laughs> god it was made in the 80s because it yeah. is a thing of beauty <laughs> chef's kiss <laughs> uh data uh we know a christmas story is not your number four <laughs> so what so, is your number four dana so i am like in general a big fan of horror films so i feel like even at christmas like I got a sneak one on my list. Um, so my number four is Gremlins because it technically takes place at oh, Christmas, yeah. right? <laughs> and Gizmo is a Christmas present, so like it totally <laughs> it totally tracks. Like I, I love I love that it's 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 like scary and it's ridiculously silly, and I love cute. I love how Gizmo is so cute and furry and mm -hmm. all the shenanigans. Like it's it's super fun. I what. Yeah, I love. 
I love Gremlins. <laughs> so cute. It's totally a Christmas movie. It really mm -hmm. is. It takes me like, he's a Christmas present, right? The dad comes yeah. home from Christmas. Yeah. Uh, Phoebe Cates at prime Phoebe Cates time uh, was in that movie. And I don't remember anybody else, but. Yeah. And she had all her clothes on. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's the one forgettable Phoebe Cates movie. Uh, I mean, if there's any time of the year where like little monsters are going to like have maximum like carnage of what they destroy, like Christmas is perfect because there's so many decorations. You can just uh, go nuts. They, like, they, didn't I, I can see like in my head one of the monster gremlins like on a Christmas tree and the lights are exploding or something. Did that happen mm -hmm. or am I imagining it? No, I think it happened. Mm -hmm. I think that was in a scene. Yeah. So, so maybe, maybe with the Santa Claus hat on. But doesn't Gizmo does. Who's the really, really mean one? It's not Gizmo, is it? It's it's the one with like Spike. Spike. Yeah. Spike. Oh yeah. What, what are your feelings on Spike? Are you, are you Team Spike? I mean, I you know I don't like him because he's mean to Gizmo, and Gizmo's so cute. <laughs> but like, I think as a villain that can't talk, he's very well done. Like, yeah. you know, you 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 want your antagonist to like be a good character, even if they're like mean. No. They did talk. They did talk because yeah, I want to say that they said Gizmo Kaka or something like that. Do <laughs> <laughs> you remember? <laughs> okay, they knew, knew a few words. <laughs> so, Gizmo Kaka. They're not going to do the long monologues about here's my evil plan. Right. <laughs> like, this is right. why I'm evil. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> told you guys Dana was cool <laughs> <laughs> all right Vidalia what do you got at number four my number four is a Charlie Brown Christmas oh breaking the rule <laughs> no it's I'm not breaking the rules <laughs> it's a short it's a short film it's it's made is for tv it's 20 film? minutes I guess that it would qualify as a short film yeah. because it's only 20 minutes long and it's a half hour with IMBD is calling it a film I love it, Go ahead. <laughs> it has a score I love it. Go I have it on DVD. I have it on vinyl. You, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's, I'm calling it uh, a movie for this, uh, for this. I just can't see myself making a list of Christmas anything that I'm watching that my eyeballs are consuming and my heart is taking in and not having Charlie Brown. There's, yeah. There's yeah. just, I'm, I'm just not going to do that. So yeah, it's definitely on my list. Um, I mean, and the fact that it was made so long ago and it's so, it's still relevant today. Like the, the theme of it, it's so, it's still relevant today. You and know what I mean? I just, oh, I just love it. It's like the one Christmas thing made so long ago and there's not like something in it that's like really bad racially, you know? <laughs> right. It's, it's, still, it's still wholesome. It's great. It's still wholesome and, and so just um, so sweet. And I mean, you still see, I mean, here we are, you know, how, how long? 40 50 years later and we can still find it we can still find products for it we could i mean it's a part of our culture mm -hmm. our christmas american christmas culture yeah so yeah definitely I love, definitely I love, my charlie I love, brown it's linus at the end that has the monologue right is it linus or schroeder who has the monologue at the end i believe it's linus yeah he's got his blanket and he's it's mm -hmm. like yeah good stuff charlie brown yes. yeah. charlie brown I, my kids I have that thing 
they memorized all of those. Like we bought them every single holiday DVD, the Charlie Brown Halloween one, Great Pumpkin. We have the Thanksgiving one. We have the Christmas one. Yes. We have one for Valentine's Day. I believe there's two Christmas ones and we have them both. So they know yeah. all those and they would play them in the DVD thing in my car, <clears throat> like rotate had, them out. We had the DVD set, the box set. And then we also had the CDs before I had like Apple Music because the um, the trio, the Vince, I can never say the last name. Um, trio, um, the, the music is just so beautiful. Even now, like, um, it's not Christmas, but the Thanksgiving waltz is my absolute favorite. And I'm every time I hear it, I'm like, why don't they make music like that anymore? Like, it's so beautiful. You know, I just love it. I yeah, love I, it. I listened to it just last night. I listened to it last night. You did? <laughs> it's so getting, pretty. I was getting ready to go to an open mic, and I was like, I had like an hour to kill, and I was just going mm -hmm. over my notebooks and just writing, and I just put it on in the background. as. It yeah, it. it's perfect. I play it as background music in my classroom all the time. And it's not, you know, it's something that's like beautiful and soothing and Christmassy, but it's not like in your face. The kids don't get like hyper, you know, it's on or whatever, and they're able yeah. to work through it. Yeah. I always have the visual of I always have the visual of them at the at the ice rink. Uh yes. Katie. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So sweet. So sweet. Um, my number four. Uh I'm I'm late to the party on this one. I, I resisted and resisted and resisted. And then uh, last year I, I watched it, and then this year I was I, I had a, I had Thanksgiving dinner at my friend Dana's house, D A N A, not D A Y N A. And uh, <laughs> and uh, after Thanksgiving, uh, everybody sat down on the couch. They turned on the TV, and Elf was just starting. <laughs> I got super excited because I was like, "This is like." Like guys like uh, Will Ferrell and Jim Carrey, like they go full Will Ferrell, Jim Carrey, Mike mm -hmm. Myers is kind of one of them. But then mm -hmm. after a while, you're kind of like done watching them do that, <laughs> you know, like, like they kind of peek at that. And I really mm -hmm. think that Elf is like a, the absolute silliest that Will Ferrell gets. And then we don't, I don't ever want to see him get that silly ever again, but it's, it's so great watching Will Ferrell be Will Ferrell. And it's so funny. And and I'm and I'm really excited that I've only watched it maybe five or six times. So I know that that's going to be like one of my holiday staples uh, for, for the rest of the years to come. So Elf is my number four. I'm curious if it made anyone else's list. So here's where I step in, Dana. I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And at this point, I just refuse. Like, I just won't do it. Oh, my gosh. Dana and Vidalia should, like, uh, start their own podcast of, like, I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. all the rage with everyone, but I've never seen it. Oh, I have yeah. so many of those, especially, like, <laughs> having friends or movie buffs. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't watch as many as other people. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. Same. It's called okay. the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Alicia, are you ready? Because we're I am. Come back to you. All right, Alicia, what is your number three? My number three is. Um, I don't think it was promoted or released as a Christmas film per se, but everyone you talk to will tell you it's a Christmas film. Um, Love Actually. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So yes. That's, that's my Absolutely. And especially with the fact that they were doing the Christmas concert, that's the, you know, the mm -hmm. huge moment at the end and the little girl that sings, 
uh, all I want for Christmas. Um, just over the top Christmas. Nailed it. Yeah, absolutely. Concert at school. Yeah. So how do you get more Christmassy than that? I don't know. No, no. What was it? What was it? The, um, the, um, the, the costume that the mom had to create and I forget her name right now the actress lobster it. was the it the lobster, lobster. <laughs> I just cried me up like how do you make a parent make a lobster I know <laughs> but some, all of those all those storylines were really really good um mm -hmm. and you know the one with uh, Laura Linney and her brother with special needs I mean yes. of course that's gonna tug at my heartstrings right but um all of them and the love story with uh Colin Firth and the Portuguese lady and yes and then you can't uh, fall in love with Colin Firth I mean like you know sign me up yes. <laughs> but my um and then the unrequited one uh with uh Kira Knightley and Officer Rick god dang it what's his name I'm drawing a blank um from The Walking Dead Lincoln Andrew Lincoln Andrew Lincoln I like that one but that doesn't quite end the way I wanted it to. I don't know. I'd cut that one out of the movie. I like, I'm, I'm sort of a notorious, like, hater of Keira Knightley. Like, I don't uh, like her. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, I could, I could take her or leave her. She doesn't do anything for me, but yeah, it's, she's whatever. But if you hate her, then maybe we should all hate her. I don't know. <laughs> like, I think she's a good actress and I've seen several of her films, but like, personally, there's just something about her that I'm like, I can't, I don't like her. Sorry. <laughs> I'm forever in love with uh, Singles, uh, Kara Knightley. That was, she was in that one, right? Singles, the... The, the, the um, movie? Yeah. Oh, I can't. It's been a while. I don't know what that is. Yeah, Maybe. Yeah. 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 Never seen it. Never, never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, Dana, what is your number three? I, I, my number three is Elf. I totally, like, you totally said what I was going to say. Like, I usually, like, I usually don't resonate with comedians that go these big, crazy characters. Like, usually it's just too much for me, but like, I absolutely love Will Ferrell. I've seen so many of his movies. I think he's hilarious. I think he walks that fine line of like doing a character, but not like overdoing it. And it's just, it's just so cute and sweet. I used to have the like, what are the elf? What's your favorite color? Is my ringtone at Christmas time? Because I think it's so funny. And I and I love the chemistry with Zoe Deschanel. Like I, I feel like I kind of relate a lot to that. Like I'm going to hide in my shower and sing and not sing in front of other people. And then just, you know, bringing out that Christmas spirit in everyone. I think it's so cute. Elf. Awesome. Yeah. And I think I like that. Like it's a grown adult being in a Christmas movie but there's no like adult cynicism in it or like trying to make it you know serious or you know taint that like pure joy of of the character buddy so I think that's why I love it so much because it's just so innocent and he does it so well even though he's an adult you know and I think you'd be hard-pressed to find somebody that does not bust up laughing every time he goes I love smiling smiling's my favorite <laughs> I just die because of his expression while he's saying it because he seriously looks that innocent you know and, mm -hmm. and that like like a child and who can pull that off like very few people would have been able to play that role so and he did it really well yeah elf all right um Vidalia, what do you have at number three number three might be the one where you know you i always say one word just goes <laughs> <laughs> this might be it get ready get ready <laughs> but um 
I love this film. I've loved this film since the first time I saw it. My kids love this film. I love the music in this film. Um, and that is Home Alone. Oh, yeah. I love it. It would never, ever, ever happen today. The, you know, that story of the kid being left behind or whatever, that would probably never happened today. But um, so it's not like it's relatable at all. <laughs> but it's fun and it's cute and it's sweet and how he he's such a little kid Kevin is such a little kid and he's so like negative and he has that cynicism and then how he just completely like turns around you know I don't know I just I love that movie please tell me you've seen the new commercial with Catherine O'Hara and Kevin Hart I have not Mm -mm. you haven't seen there's I don't even know who the retailer is but there's (laughs) Catherine Catherine O'Hara's going Kevin Kevin, like all over the <gasps> department store. And then, and then he comes out and he goes, what? Why are you screaming at me? <laughs> and then um, she said something to him like, well, where were you? Or I forget what the line is. And he looks at her and he goes, do you have to lose a Kevin every year? <laughs> it's really cute commercial. Be on the lookout for it when you see her. And she's like crouched around looking around the floor. It's funny. Um, Home Alone is also my number three. So, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay, so you're not rolling your eyes this time. No, I, love, I love Home Alone, and uh, I love I love Kevin. I I love Macaulay Culkin. I mean, he went through his yeah. whole crazy, his whole crazy phase, and then like he's so level headed, and he's so like, what the fuck? Look at what I had to live with, like you know. And he's so like, I anytime he's on a podcast, I love listening to it because it really grounds me, um, like his perspective on everything these days, and. Um, uh, I'm, a, I'm a huge Macaulay Culkin fan, uh, even Carrie Ann Culkin. I'm signed in for the whole Culkin family. Uh, but <laughs> Home Alone, Home Alone is great. Joe Pesci is great. Uh, yes. Yeah. John uh, Candy, the polka <laughs> with the polka band. <laughs> so right, uh, yeah. Love it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I forgot about the John Candy. Every mm-hmm. time I think old John Candy, I just think of planes, trains, and automobiles. And automobiles, yeah, I know. Yeah. And yeah. Uncle Buck, right? Yeah. yeah. Uncle and Buck. Buck. Yeah. Um, all right, Home Alone, number three. All right, we're at our number twos. Alicia, are you ready? What is your number two, Alicia? Well, first, I was just going to say something about Home Alone. Um, I've never actually seen it start to finish. I, I just walk in on bits and pieces. But everything that I've ever seen about it is kind of a turnoff for me because it just looks so silly. Like, oh, really, this little kid is going to outsmart two gro- grown adult males who are supposedly mm-hmm. robbers. They're supposed to be good at this. Why are they failing so hard and falling all over the floor on marbles or, you know, whatever it was? I'm like, it's just so far fetched, everything about it. So I just never, I, I just, I guess I've had a block on it, but I'm sure it's fine. Everybody loves it. So. Mm-hmm. Alicia, you're losing a turn. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've met some really dumb grown adults. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a grown adult. Okay. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. What is your number okay. two? We'll give you your turn back. What is your number okay. two? Um, we just went on and, and discussed it for a, a long time, but Elf. Um, and like I said, like there's just so much like in terms of one-liners from that movie that, that people have, you know, plastered on t-shirts or cups or, you know what I mean? Like around the holidays, because it's such a kind of a classic in that way. And I don't know who was responsible for the writing or anything, but 
there's some really clever, like, you know, cotton-headed ninny muggins, come on. Or, you know, like, buy Mr. Narwhal or, you know, little things here and there. You have, you did it, you're the best coffee. Or, you know, like everything, everything that comes out of his mouth is so repeatable. It's great. And, you know, to that end, also um, one that we watch, not Christmas related, but because of Will Ferrell, it made the movie so great in that same way was um, Ricky Bobby, the, the what's yeah, it called? I was thinking about that this morning. Yeah, because he's just all like, if I would want a bunch of wusses for kids, I'd have named them Dr. Quinn and Medicine Woman, or, you know, like lines like that are, are elf. It's like elf all throughout. And um, we didn't mention what a great job James Conn did because man, for the first part of that movie, you thought he was such an ass, like just give him a chance or, you know, whatever, listen to him. He's annoying. Sure. But he's not that annoying. He was just super rude to him. What are you still doing here? You know, like whatever. And then the way that he comes around finally, um, I don't know. He's just, he's the, the most underrated part of that movie, in my opinion. All right. James but, and Mary Steenburgen too. Everybody loves Mary Steenburgen. Um, Dana, what do you have at number two? Again, um, bringing back to my love of rom-coms, this is the movie that I watch every Christmas, at least now, one of the two. Um, I, my, so my number two pick is The Holiday. Uh, if you're not familiar, it's the one where Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz swap houses for Christmas because they're both sad. And it's it's cute little love story. Cameron Diaz goes to a cute little cottage in England and meets... Um, I'm blanking on his name. Really yeah, he's too, Jude Law. You know, I'm like Jude the super Law. hot one that's in all the movies. <laughs> and poor Kate, Kate Winslet gets stuck with Jack Black. I'm like, really? No, I love them. <laughs> I love that for them. Like Jack Black he's, is so funny. And he's, no, he's so great. genuine. He's absolutely great. Yeah. Like I would go for Jack Black over Jude Law any day because he's so sweet. And I love the whole storyline with the little old dude that like made movies. And it's just, it's just so cute and wholesome. And I love that it's at Christmas. I watch it all the time. I like the last scene where they're all dancing in the living room. That's cute. Mm -hmm. Can't remember what the song was, but everybody looked really pretty and they were all dressed up and just dancing randomly. But it is a feel good movie. You're right. Yeah, and those I, are all like really great actors that just do a good job and always bring quality. And I, I don't think you would bring some of them together in one film. So I just love that you got that nice mix. I, I'm Team Kate Winslet uh, since Titanic. I love her, and uh, I loved that like a Jack Black could pull a Kate Winslet in that movie because I was like, wait, then that means I could pull Kate Winslet. <laughs> <laughs> that was my rationale after watching that. I love it. I'm like, I like to think that like I'm a Jack Black and so like I like to know that I can pull a Kate Winslet. Like, exactly. <laughs> but like in a man. Worthy. Like a man Winslet, is that a thing? <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot. Uh Vidalia, what do you have at number two? Um, so this one's been mentioned a couple of times now, but it's um Love Actually. Mm. And this is the one that I I one of the two that I would personally not only watch and I have not only watched during Christmas time but like anytime like I had you know I had it um on VHS <laughs> wow. and, then I had it on, and then I had it on uh DVD and now I can stream it so I I just I love it I love how all the stories kind of converge together they come 
together. Um, I love the music. I, I just, I don't know. And the, the storyline with Colin Firth and his lady love. Oh my gosh. That was just so, that was so, so good. good. So, so cute. Um, yeah. So, and I mean, the cast is amazing. It's a stellar cast. You know, the casting was great. So I just love, 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 love actually. I think one of the underrated stories in that though, I always love Bill Nye and his like manager and how they're like, you know, their platonic friend love comes out. And I always thought that yeah. was a beautiful one too. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. And the way that they like interwove all of those stories at the end and tied mm -hmm. them in a nice little bow yes. was, was really, really awesome on the part of the writers because you didn't see it coming. Like, oh, Emma Thompson is his sister. Oh my gosh. You know, right. And then, um, you know, the, the little secretary's family is, is also rushing off to the Christmas program. And yeah, that was really cool. Yes. Hey, okay. Awesome. Love, actually. I've, uh, you know what? I'm going to be in the uh, I've never seen it category of uh, love, actually. <clears throat> okay. I don't even know. I'm in disbelief right now. I'm in disbelief. <laughs> you have homework now, too. <laughs> I mean, this is right up your alley, Jess. This is like, this is a you. This, you would love this. I know that for a fact. Um, was it? Okay, wait, hold on. Because now I'm getting real confused with the actors. Um, Billy Bob Thornton. He was the president. Yeah, he was the, the United. He was the president of the yeah. United States that was going what? against. Yeah, that was going against. Um, not going against, but um, uh, now you have opposite, to see opposite. Um, Hugh, help me. Hugh Grant. Grant. Hugh Grant. Nineties movie. Uh, yeah. Is it late nineties yeah. or early aughts? I don't even know. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. It's either late nineties or early aughts. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. But you should watch it. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right, we're gonna move on. Uh, you guys, you guys love talking about love, actually. But <laughs> I'm just a little. I'm still rattled a little bit. I'm. Um, I need smelling salts or something. I don't know. I can't believe that you've not seen that. Um, my number two. We're we're gonna move on. We're. <laughs> my number two is uh is a Christmas story. Uh, is my number two. We've talked about it uh, already once. Yeah, it's been on one other list so far. Mm -hmm. uh, a Christmas story. It's I love that it's it's always like officially Christmas Eve for me because something it's it's like on Christmas Eve that they start playing it twenty four hours, right? Yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. on Christmas Eve that they start all the way through Christmas night. Yeah, yeah. It's like I you know wake up in the morning and there's tamales. You can smell tamales and a Christmas story, and it's cold. Well, California cold, and you know, <laughs> but it's it really is the start of Christmas for me. All right, guys, we've gotten to the point uh, where I'm going to go to, uh, I always like uh, posting this on Facebook and asking people there to give what their top five is. And this, I posted this kind of late last night and it's got, um, it's got 27 comments right now. Um, I don't know that we'll read all 27 of them. Let me scroll this really quick and Okay, so I, I got I to shout out these three Sacramento comics right off the bat if I ever want to get booked um, by any of them. <laughs> so um, actually, I like <laughs> actually um, Heather Rogue, uh, we just booked Heather Rogue for the next telenovela variety show. So Heather Rogue, uh, in true Heather Rogue fashion, Avatar in, Bru in Bruges, 
It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, A Very Sunny Christmas, The Road, and Elf. Uh, Jennifer Alvis has uh, Mixed Nuts, Serendipity, The Mickey Mouse, The Christmas Carol, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and Elf. Uh, Serena Gamboa has Better Off Dead, Home Alone, Bad Santa, Christmas Vacation, Harold and Kumar's Three Day Christmas. Oh, that was very uh, funny. <laughs> let's let's go with a couple of Bakersfield folks. Uh, Matt Regpala, who we've talked about already on this podcast today, I think. Uh, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, uh, <laughs> or Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings. Uh, Batman Returns, which I thought was a great because it takes place during during Christmas Christ, yeah. Christmas party. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Christmas Vacation and Elf. Uh, Matt Munoz of Mental Buru. Uh, he has a tie of uh, Elf, A Christmas Story, Bad Moms 2, Trading, oh, Places, so Trading Places, Die Hard, and Scrooged. Uh, let's go with a couple of uh, <laughs> let's go with a couple of comedy spot guys now. Uh, Corky McDonald of ACL. Uh, he's got uh, Die Hard, A Christmas Carol, uh, the Jim Carrey version. Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part Two, not Part One. Part Two. <laughs> not to be confused. Yeah, and then he says the best is a Christmas story. Um, let's see, um, Annette Casares. I'm not. Do you guys know Annette Casares? She's uh, yeah. From- I saw her. You know what's so funny is after we went to your mom's um, services, uh, we, me and Jose went to Ruby King because we had to get home because uh we had the girls in charge and we didn't want to burden them sneaking in a root beer king i I mean and guess where i saw her she was at root beer king (laughs) also getting like crushed ice sodas like she had a whole box full of sodas and um me and jose were waiting for our food to take on the road but um i know her because we used to work together at state fund okay i don't know i don't know if she's still there but but before when i used to have an office job and not a school job yeah annette is uh my mom's best friend's daughter and, oh, okay. I was uh, like, because yeah. I saw that she went to the concert with your sisters and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Annette's got uh, Santa Claus, Nightmare Before Christmas. Crazy we haven't talked about that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Home Alone, and Elf. Um, here's the other comedy spot guy. Uh, Troy Nelson. <laughs> I love Troy's list. Christmas Vacation, A Christmas Story, Elf, A Christmas Vacation, Christmas Vacation. <laughs> Wow. I'll just say it. Uh, He's committed. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jillian Marie, who's a local comic, and she's also an artist. Uh, she's going to be on my podcast tomorrow, uh, matter of fact. Her art is showing, uh, uh, Dana, her art is on display right now at Stab Theater. So oh, cool. that's, that's who Jillian Marie is. So you'll get to check out her art tonight. She's got uh, Lord of the Rings, the entire trilogy, Miracle on <laughs> like the whole thing, Miracle on 34th Street, Love Actually, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, and Die Hard. So Jillian and Matt are BFFs. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know it, but they are. Yeah. Uh, from Squad Patrol, uh, Marco Cabote, Scrooged, Miracle on 34th Street, The Muppet Christmas Carol. Die Hard and It's a Wonderful Life. And Jessica Roberts has uh, Rise of the Guardians, Star Wars Holiday Special, 
A Christmas Story, The Santa Claus, and her number one is A Home Alone. And let's, uh, let's we always got to shout out Mike LaRosa. Uh, he's, a, he's a local Sacramentan. He's a uh, cast member of You the Musical. Um, I'm not, she's probably in something else, right? Um, but Mike LaRosa has Muppet Christmas Carol on Her Majesty's Secret Service, Die Hard, Home Alone 2, and The Night Before. And then Buddy comments, Mike LaRosa, mine is almost the exact same. The Night Before is underrated, and I have no idea what they're talking about. Do you guys? No, I thought they. I thought before. they meant to say the nightmare before. No, so I, I just thought, thought it was a typo. The nightmare before too, but then right. Yeah, there he's always talking about something, but yeah, hmm. that is okay. that. That is uh some of the list. Um, do we have any also rans like movies that you didn't quite make your list, but you still kind of want to talk about them? Uh, Vidalia, you're not in your head. Yep. What do you got? In your um, rans? One of the the ones that you uh, were reading mentioned serendipity and okay. that is that has long but with marissa tomei has long been like one of my favorite movies was it marissa tomei no um, i think it was kate beckinsale kate beckinsale okay sorry so then and is it another one of marissa tomei i am so bad at names i'm so sorry guys who's the man um, is it john cusack or who's yeah. the guys i think so I think he's um, overrated, so <laughs> I'm breaking up. With you, man. She's not wow, Josh, she's like hitting hard. Okay, wait, hitting wait, hard. Are you letting, wait, are you letting John Cusack's Twitter handle like interfere with your feelings about John Cusack? Because Oh, I didn't know he was on Twitter. No, oh, I just he's annoying on Twitter. Yeah. I just yeah. I just don't think he plays anything other than himself all the time. And I don't Fair. It's not my jam. Fair. Fair. That is a very good point. Lloyd Dog. Yeah. Um, he... I just really I was whatever about him until Grow Point Blank. And then I was like, oh, he's oh, so great. One. Yeah. yeah. I liked him in that a lot. Okay. So we just got to remember not to invite Dana to the top five John Cusack movies. <laughs> or Kira Knightley, Kira Knightley movies. <laughs> oh, was that, is that it for your also rents, Vidalia? Um, and then the Santa Claus and then um, the Grinch with um, Carrie. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Dana, you got some also rents? Something okay. you just want to absolutely talk about? Like, um, I also heard one in the comments and was like, oh yeah, that's really great. Uh, Bad Moms 2 is yeah. hilarious. Like you don't get a lot of comedies where like the women, it's all women that get to be crazy and stupid. Like you see in like every comedy with a bunch of dudes and you know, Kristen Bell and Mina Kuna, Mila Kunis and Catherine Hunt are hilarious together. Like it's so great. I, I've only seen it once, but I laugh so hard. I'm like, dang it. Now I need to watch it again and watch it every year from now on. I, so I think that's going to be a rewatch for me this, this Christmas. I haven't seen it since I think I watched it the first time and uh, uh, it, it caught my attention also. Um, and also um, one of my, like, I, 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 I've seen a lot of the bad cheesy 
Christmas movies and Netflix has one that came out a few years ago called The Christmas Prince is terrible but that's what makes it so great because it's got all these cliches and all these like really if that's happening right now like there's a part where they're being chased by wolves and then like you know it's like she's gone to some kingdom and now she's undercover with this guy to to like he's a prince and she's a reporter from New York and and there's just so many dumb cliches in it like they jammed it all in there but it's so funny because it's ridiculous i love it <laughs> over the top right yeah they yes. they're, they're doing it and they don't care yeah awesome awesome um i i had uh i wasn't sure if i was going to get away with uh putting a charlie brown christmas special on my list because it was a special not a movie but of course we had Vidalia broke all the rules um put it in her list and but i'm i'm all for it i'm all for a charlie brown Christmas special. I, I look forward to watching it every year. I haven't watched it yet. This I still try to do the thing of like, I still actually try to watch it like the night that it comes on CBS or whatever, whoever airs it. Mm -hmm. uh, with the, I try to do that with all the Charlie Brown, Chris, uh, the Charlie Brown specials. Um, I'm just, uh, I, I love Charlie Brown and it, they, they mean a lot to me. Um, but my like, yeah, um, we're going to talk about it, Alicia. I, I, <laughs> I watch this movie every Christmas. It is so dark. It's not, it takes place during Christmas and it is like someone on a downward spiral, uh, less than zero from 1987. Uh, mm. uh, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Later, Jamie Gertz. Uh, it's an, it's an 80s all-star cast. Mm -hmm. uh, the soundtrack was produced by Rick Rubin. So it's got like LL Cool. So LL Cool J song going back to Cali was from that soundtrack. And oh. uh, of course the Bengals Hazy Shade of Winter. So, um, and I don't have the soundtrack on vinyl. I don't know why I don't have, cause it's not a great soundtrack. Um, I mean, other than the Bengals. Oh yeah, it's got the, like the Bengals and LL. And then after that, it's just like, I think it's got like Slayer. It's got all the bands that like Rick Rubin was working with at that time. So very Rick Rubin thing to do, um, but it's a great movie, but it's, it's a dark movie. It's, uh, I feel achy after I watch it every time, but I, I got, I got to go through it once a year. And that's, that's, that's the dark, the dark one for me, but uh, I haven't watched it yet this year, but I definitely will. I think I'll make Jerry watch it with me uh, when she comes, she's driving back with me on the 26th. So I think I'm going to remember that when you guys watch it together to do hot cocoa not a line of coke so <laughs> man so much drugs gosh that movie i mean like but rampant that's, but that's also the movie where you're like is robert downey acting or is he really like spun out right now because Ooh. that's like right i was right after that that he just we lost him for a few i think years. he was yeah mm -hmm. i think he was doing the method thing by then and that was more factual than we want to believe it was yeah yeah so i wanted to talk about lessons Zero. i love that movie okay <laughs> Our i didn't get four. to say mine oh you did because we were going to finish with you then you were going to lead in that's right uh, oh okay i get this i want to talk about robert downey Jr. Do it. okay <laughs> um okay so i have on my list a movie that i actually have not seen but i wanted to know if any of you have seen it because i hear such great things about it it's called The Family Man with Nicolas Cage and Tia yes. Leone. Yes, that have was a good it? movie. Yeah, yeah. I have. Okay, all right. So I just wanted to see if anybody had seen it because 
I know people that swear by it, like up and down that it's, mm -hmm. it's so beautiful and poignant and, and feel good. And, you know, you feel bad at first, but then it all resolves itself mm -hmm. as most Christmas really movies do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but I will say that um, I felt compelled at first to like put on like standards, you know, like it's a wonderful life or miracle on 34th street or stuff like that. And then I just decided, you know what, I don't have to, why do I feel like I have to? So, um, so I left all of that stuff off miracle on 34th street and it's wonderful life because either somebody was going to put it on or we were all going to not put it on. So I didn't want to be that person, but anyway. Um, and then, uh, my kids used to watch this all the time. It's Mickey's uh, Christmas Carol. So we used to watch that all, like all day, every day, every Christmas. But um, I will say that this next, I might get hate, but um, I don't care. Um, the, well, first I'll say the Santa Claus, because obviously the first one, all the rest of them were garbage, but the first one was really good. The first one's um, really good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, I'll give it that. Um, but the one that I might get hate for is so funny. And I, I had not watched it one year. I did because my nieces were over. And so my daughters and myself and my sister and her two daughters, um, were just camped out all over the couches and watching this movie. And I will not forget my nieces laugh. My niece, Emma, she's the best laugh. And she was gut. I mean, from her soul laughing so hard at this movie I was laughing at her laughing at this movie but my girls loved it everybody was cackling it's a Medea Christmas oh <laughs> and you know what some of those movies are good and some of them are just stinkers and it's a crapshoot with Tyler Perry you know but but you always get good one-liners from Medea and this one in particular we really love around here so that had to be an honorable mention for me so I don't know if it comes on and you feel compelled to change the channel maybe give it a minute it could grow on you <laughs> all right but I okay. saw some collective head nodding so I feel I feel pretty good about that choice yeah all right cool all right you want to go take us into the number ones now What's your oh, number okay one? sure um for number one I could see it in any ideation but um the one in particular that is the most quoted around my house is uh, Jim Carrey and How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I think it's called Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, that version. Um, but also, you know, the OG, the, the cartoon that comes on on TV. But like, like I said, I had certain like criteria and anything that came out on, on TV, if it was a TV movie or cartoon special, I had to leave off in favor of other things on that technicality or else I would have put 10 things on here. Um, but uh, we love all versions and um, that's just the one that my kids know by heart, so. You know, Penel my dog Penelope's full name is Penelope Sue Who Rivera. <laughs> wow. that, was the first, um, that was the first DVD I ever owned. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I love it. Pulling at the heartstrings, number one. Okay. Um, Dana, what do you have at number one? So my number one like was a journey to get a hold of. Like I own a copy now, but it took me many, many years because I asked for it for Christmas several times and then they just didn't exist on DVD for several years. And then I finally was an adult with my own money and bought it for myself 
because it's the best my number one is a muppet's christmas carol like i've seen several versions of a christmas carol but that i think that that one just does it the best like not only is it like fun and silly because it's got the muppets and the muppets are like my jam but it's also (laughs) they just wrote it really really well and i think they really Mm -hmm. brought some really great characterization to you know each one of the muppets and the different sections of the story michael kane is fantastic as mr scrooge and i also like there's a song when he's in the past where his like girlfriend breaks up with him and it's the saddest song and it like makes me cry every time it's so beautiful i still cry i know it's coming but i like can't help it and i just like it it just brings so many different emotions and it's you know some people might want to write off be like oh it's the muppets i'm like no Muppets do magic like they put their heart and soul into these kind of things and I also like that Gonzo is the one that narrates because he's my favorite so like that warms my heart Um, so yeah that's my my favorite one I don't know if it's like um like a generational thing or whatever but I feel like the Muppets are so underrated currently oh my god it's a lunchbox oh I love it (laughs) Big the whole um the whole franchise <laughs> i really thought i was gonna grow up to be miss piggy when i was little i'm gonna tell you the truth Aww, yeah. that was my life goal <laughs> to be miss piggy when i grew up um the muppets take manhattan is my personal favorite from all of from all of their movies but the christmas one is so good i love the muppets they're wonderful I listen- one of my daughters was like deathly afraid of Miss Piggy when she was little. I don't know why, but she will tell me to this day that she terrified her. She was scared of her. Oh, like, uh, well, she must have been like six or five or whatever. But yeah, she had a block on them for sure. I, I have the uh, I have an extra copy of the the Muppets Christmas Carol album, and uh, I'm gonna give it to a friend of mine tonight. Uh, so I listened to it last night and it was, I was like, oh, this is so good. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, um, all right. right. Muppet's Christmas Carol. Um, like, it's, like it's, there's points that are scary. There are points that are sad. The points are happy. Like it, it really spans the gamut. It's, it's great. Uh-huh. It's you on an emotional roller coaster. I like it. What about, wasn't there like a Muppets, the, the Otters Jug Band Christmas? Yeah. Yeah, it used to be on TV. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, that was also fun. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to look that one up because that one comes up. It's it's kind of obscure, but it comes up every year around Christmas. Somebody will somebody will mention it, and it'll always be like uh, somebody cool will mention that. Like you know what? I need to check that out. You know, um, but I, I have it um, in a very long time. I'm sure I saw it when it was on TV. Okay, Vidalia, what do you have at number one? Christmas story. Oh, Christmas story. My favorite. I could, I, um, when it's on for 24 hours, I can absolutely watch it for three or four without mm-hmm. missing a beat. Like, I'm cool. I it's love just, it. It's just something that we always have in the background and we can put mm-hmm. around and finish baking or making the dinner or whatever. And it's just one of those things that, that, it's the soundtrack of mm-hmm. our home, kind of. The the writers, the dialogue in that film is amazing. Um, the way that Ralphie, and who's the narrator? Help me, because again, I don't remember people's oh, names. Wow. Um, um, I have his, like he has curly hair. <laughs> I kind of like remember 
but anyway, so um, he's look it up, Jess. Huh? I said, what? look it up, Jesse. Oh, okay. <laughs> But anyway, um, that line where he's talking about how his um, how his father interwove a, a whatever of curse words and how like he described just the the language, the dialogue is is so great. I love that about that movie. Um, oh. Yes, Ovage, and then the, the soap <laughs> in the mouth after that, and then his um, his fantasies of what's going to happen. Because you know he's going to go blind because of soap blindness. You know, um, and, and then um, Schwartz with his little cap with that long. I've always wanted one of those that long cap that he wears. Uh-huh. That's like a like a beanie kind of thing. Sure um, the kid who stuck his his um, tongue. Yeah. Yeah. Just, what was his name? It was something it. Scott Schwartz. Scott Schwartz? Scott Schwartz. 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 Scott. I don't know. I always, I always I don't know. love when, when, uh, when you can hear the little kid getting beat over the phone. We did what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? What? The mom is all freaking out. Um, the baby brother, the baby brother, the way he eats, when he eats like a little piggy, and when she puts him in all those layers of jackets because he's in a outside and he's like like a snowman, like barely walking. Just everything about it. the bunny suit that he gets from his aunt that he has to wear. Um, I don't know the t- oh the the last thing, the scene with the teacher, his fantasy of him getting an A after he writes his report about getting yes. the gun for Christmas. Yes. She goes keeps on going all around. Yeah, it was just everything about it. I just I love that movie. I could watch it over and over, and I have, and I will again. (laughs) And I will. And I will again. (laughs) The narrator. Did you find out who that was? The narrator it says is uh Gene Shepherd. Okay, that's not who I was thinking then. Yeah, it says Gene Shepherd. That's not who I was thinking. Okay, Uh, well, anyway, he does a great job. He did a fantastic job. So yeah, um, yeah, definitely my number one. Okay. Oh, yeah. this is gonna be hard, you guys. This is gonna be hard. Okay. We're gonna so now we're gonna take our list here and we're gonna try to make a top five. Uh, it's I don't know, is it gonna be hard? Because all right, so I pulled to the side. It seems like these four have to make our list. The Polar Express, Love Actually, Elf, and Christmas Story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that leaves, and, and I don't know what order we're going to put those in. Um, everyone has something represented in the list. Some of us have two. That's fine. Um, what's going to be that, that fifth movie? We have um, Express, Love Actually, Elf, Christmas Story. Was there one that we all had? That would be number one. No, because I don't think so. No, I think there's maybe just three. Didn't have elf, right? Yeah, um, or I didn't have um, love actually, but we, put, but we put love actually on the list. Um, I don't know how you live with yourself. <laughs> it's it's hard sometimes. It is. <laughs> And nobody had the Grinch. So nobody had Nightmare Before Christmas. No, yeah. And I told my daughter too, I was like, I, for me, it's more of a Halloween. I yeah. know it goes yeah. both ways. I know it goes yeah. both ways. But for me, the feelings 
are more Halloweeny mm -hmm. that resonate with me than yeah. Christmas. Yes, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like his love of Halloween and letting go and then discovering Christmas, but he's it's more his love of Halloween, I think. And, yeah. and you know, actually, he spends more time not in the Halloween town than than in it. Like screen time wise, yeah. I think that uh, I mean, I said Halloween, I meant Christmas, but the, the Christmas town didn't get as much screen time, I feel like, as you know, the, the spooky part. Spooky town or whatever it was called Halloween town. Okay, if we if we go by the lists and stuff that was mentioned on the internet on Facebook, um, Home Alone got brought up a couple of times. I want to say the Muppets Christmas got brought up a couple times. The Charlie Brown got brought up a couple times. Yeah, Christmas Vacation got brought up a lot. Um, Did you have it on your list, Jesse? Yeah. That, did I not give my number one? No, I don't think you did. No. Oh, because I knew you guys weren't going to have it. Uh, <laughs> my number one is Christmas Vacation. Um, roll your eyes, all of you. <laughs> no, it's just, it's fine. It's just, <laughs> it's I just saw heart. it a couple times and it's fine. I don't not like it. It's, dude, it's got Juliette Lewis, right? Who is great at being cynical and Juliette Lewis. Um, the wife Juliet, is gorgeous. Uh, Julie Louis-Dreyfus. Julie Louis-Dreyfus is in it. Um, it's, it's so good. It's so good. Um, it, it hits on all of the tropes. You know, it's got the shopping mall scene. It's got the Christmas tree scene. It's got, you know, it's got everything. Um, it was mentioned a lot on Facebook. Um, I'm, I'm not saying that that's why we sh it should make the list, but let hey, me. Uh, let, let for me, me um, Charlie Brown is the hill, the hill I'm willing to die on. And that did come up in Jesse's honorable mention. For, for this list, I don't know how we could possibly make a list and that's why it's on mine um that doesn't include charlie brown so that's where my vote goes i don't know if anybody will back that up but i'm okay i'm okay with that actually because it's it is a family favorite of ours but um i left it off based on the technicality so otherwise it probably i probably would have but i had to narrow like find a quick way to narrow this puppy down but yeah dana how do you feel about charlie brown christmas it almost sounds like we need to put it on the top five to like apologize for not putting it on because it wasn't because of technicalities. But there's no technicalities in our hearts. <laughs> Nicely said. Yes. I don't want to put it on. I want to give it like the 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 number one honorable mention spot. Like we're okay. still, like we're still going to talk about it, but it's not a movie. Vidalia, are you okay with that? No, it is a movie. <laughs> can, can IMBD, number... IMBD who, which has more um, to say about movies than you and I both put together, calls it a film. It's on their website. Could we make the fifth spot a choose your own adventure where you get to pick your own favorite to plug in? <laughs> okay. I want to know what Jesse wanted to put in instead of Charlie Brown, because you were real quick to suggest, well, let's put it at number one in the honorables, because I feel like you have uh -huh. something that you I want, want to put. I want, 
I want Christmas Vacation <laughs> because it was mentioned so much in the lists. Well, okay, well, let's do this. No, I don't know those people. I don't know them. You know, they're not even they're not even in this podcast right now. I mean, the people that I think have the best thoughts about movies also picked them up at Christmas Carol. Muffet's Christmas Carol in the comments. So like those are the people that I think made the right choice. So I would vote for that. <laughs> See, cuz like I want to make a Charlie Brown Christmas and a Muppets Christmas Carol honorable mentions. So that we get to talk about both of them. Okay, okay, look, let's look. I'll do this. I'll do this. Look, I'll do this. I'll say, okay, I'm giving up on Christmas vacation. I'm letting it go. I'm letting it go. But I'm saying that Charlie Brown and Muppet Christmas Carol are a tied honorable mention. So then that opens the door for a whole brand new number five that we could all agree on. And um, how do you guys feel about that? I feel like that's fair. And um, even I would suggest if we all had this movie collectively on an honorable mention or even on our list, but um, the Santa Claus, I would, I bump that up. Mm -hmm. Well, wait, I, I think it's okay. And, and you uh, being of, you know, of fairness and level-headed, you're okay with it. Um, I don't know. Is everybody okay with not having Charlie Brown actually on the list? Charlie Brown being an honorable mention? Okay. Well, sounds mean... like it. Um... <laughs> wow. <laughs> Vidalia? Yes? Are you okay with that? No, but I mean, if that's what the consensus is with everybody else, then that's cool. But I think um, if, if it's not going to be a um, number five or on the top five i feel like home alone was mentioned oh yeah but that's what i was gonna so, ask jesse yeah like, of the top fives that we mentioned um because i know that a couple of them had three of you or three of us mm -hmm. and then like maybe there was the fourth person that didn't have that but of those how many are there and which ones are there are they of the ones that had that the three votes what, what was the question? So of the ones that, that you say are in the top five, how many of those had three solid hands in the air for that particular movie? Because that would determine what goes where, I guess. Oh, and then yeah, how many yeah. people have two and just like we oh, usually do. You know? Yeah, no, Polar, um, Elf is definitely one, I think. Cause Elf was mentioned by everybody except Vidalia. And then Love Actually was, well, so it's a tie actually. Elf and Love Actually were mentioned by three of us, right? So but I think Elf got a lot more love in the comments. So yeah. that one might edge it out. But right? Love Actually did get love in the comments. It did. So mm -hmm. then are we okay saying that Elf is number one? Yeah. And then yes. is Love Actually mm -hmm. number two? Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then Christmas story, I feel like that came up a lot. Then Christmas story. To a Christmas story. Did did you guys all have it in your top five? Because it was in mine. Yeah, it's in mine. It's yeah. my in my number but one. Just not Dana. Just not Dana. Okay. Yeah. And then Polar Express four and then Home Alone five. Or who had Polar Express? Was it just me and Vidalia? 
Yeah. yeah, I had it as my number five. Should Polar Express be five and Home Alone four? Yeah, probably. I feel like um, I think I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, th I feel like Home Alone was mentioned maybe not only among us but also in the comments. Okay, Facebook All comments. Right. So, well then, our honorable yeah. mentions are Charlie Brown Christmas Special and the Muppets Christmas Carol, both of which are television specials. And then number, no. <laughs> and I don't think so. I think Muppets Christmas Carol was in the theaters. Yeah, was it in the theaters? Oh, uh -huh. I think so. It's a whole movie. And then the only one we're making an exception for is Charlie Brown. Okay, and uh, those are our honorable mentions. And <laughs> number five is Polar Express. Number four is Home Alone. Number three, A Christmas Story. Number two, Love Actually. And number one is Elf. Christmas. Is that is almost my entire list exactly, except for my number one. So exactly how you rated them is exactly how I had them on my list. Wow. Elf was number two, Love Actually, A Christmas Story, and Polar Express. Wow. I'm psychic. So if we want to experience a true Californian Christmas, hang out at Alicia's house. <laughs> She's got it all. She's got it all. The rom-com. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And did you know, Vidalia, just in case you didn't hear Jesse say it, but he said that... Um, that um, Charlie Brown's Christmas is going to be at the top of the honorables. Because mm -hmm. I think he only said it like five times. <laughs> <laughs> He's just trying to appease me. He's just trying to appease me. He's really driving it home. Uh -huh. What do you think? Oh man, always thank you guys so much for doing this. Um, this was so much fun. Oh, this was a lot of fun. Dana, thank you for joining us. Um, I know maybe it was like a little bit intimidating, like hanging out with three people who absolutely know each other. But oh, this is super fun. Thank you for letting me join oh, you. She yeah. was lovely. She needs to come back. Oh, yeah. you don't have to sell me on Dana. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't like you. what I'm saying is don't pick that other guy that you picked first. Oh, Mike is her great. First. Oh no, Mike's great. No, Mike's yeah. great. Mike is great. You know, maybe we'll do something. Me, Alicia, and Mike. <laughs> and then we'll do something with the with the Vidalia. But no, Mike's movie knowledge is great. He's yeah he's all over the place um he's great and um he's he's a great guy he's a great person well, too so i feel like dana fit right in she just right like, seamlessly yeah yes <laughs> all right it's going to her head now guys stop it no. <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right well thank you guys so much uh and uh have a have a great holiday and i'm gonna go bake my daughter's waiting for me to get off the podcast and go help her bake zucchini bread Awesome. Yum. Awesome. All right. All right. I'll talk to you guys All right. soon. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.